Welcome, kings and queens, to another episode of Unapologetic, your number one podcast. This is the show where kings and queens tell their legacies and on. So get ready for the gems to drop and pull up to the table because we're ready. back my people we are back with another great episode of unapologetic your number one podcast it's your favorite host Melly Mello aka Mr. Unapologetic here in the building with you today we have a very special guest we've been trying to set this up for quite some time but she <laughs> finally made time for us man so we got to give her a round of applause can you please give a hand for Miss Andrea Copeland ladies and gentlemen she's in the building and she's unapologetic with it how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Oh man, it's it's been a long day today. We had we had we had a long day today, but we still moving. You know, nothing stops. Nothing stops. There you go. But you have done so much in the past three years since the pandemic actually hit uh, hit in the states, and uh, I was just reading uh, one of your little uh, posts on LinkedIn about like. Could I? Could you ever imagine somebody telling you that you will have a business mm -hmm. as 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 three years passed during the pandemic? And I'm like, wow. I thought to myself that same question, like, nah. Right. <laughs> I would have right. laughed at you and be like, nah, I don't want the headache. But yeah. now that I'm in this position, now that you're in this position, um, can you give us a little bit of what you do, what's your business, and how did it come to this overall? Uh, uh, Miss Copeland's consulting uh, <laughs> firm or agency, as, as, as whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so my background is actually in social work. So, um, I went to Ferris State University and I got my bachelor's in social work in 2013. And so, um, for the first uh, seven to eight years of my career, it was rooted in um, a a variation of um, crisis management, social services, um, oh, wow. child welfare programs. And oh, yeah. um, it's funny because uh, when I made that post, I chuckled at myself because I had tunnel vision for that entire time that I was working. <laughs> like, I was like, you know what? I'm here for the kids and I will be working <laughs> in this field until I right. retire because, you know, that was my focus. And so, um, uh, over the, the course of the pandemic, it, it really forced me to re-examine, um, number one, what my plans were for myself and my career, but also having to, uh, re-examine where are my strengths truly? And mm -hmm. what is it that I like about my work that brings me joy? And so, but also, you know, and being completely transparent, you know, recognizing um, as a Black professional that the areas of strength that I have um, unfortunately cause a lot of discomfort in the wrong places and in the wrong settings. Ooh, and so for yeah. me, um, I am very good at, you know, identifying, uh, assessing um, a program, a, you know, 
an organization identifying the areas of strengths that are really good and then areas that need attention or need um, support and then identifying solutions or, you know, action steps to try to rectify, you know, those challenges, but, you know, in the wrong spaces and in the wrong places that, you know, induces a lot of discomfort for right. people, um, you know, because you're calling attention to deficiencies within a program or calling deficiencies, you know, yeah. calling out the areas that they haven't been able to fix on their own. And so, you know, instead of staying in those places where I was made to feel small or made to feel as if, you know, that, that gift was something inherently wrong, I decided to turn it into a business. And so that's where, you know, Historia um, was kind of birthed from. And so my, um, my company is designed essentially to walk alongside nonprofits and programs that really want to create, you know, um, operations from a vision or for, for or from an idea. And so what I enjoy is being able to sit down with someone to talk through, okay, this is what I want to do. This is my idea. This is my vision. Mm -hmm. um, and then take it from a concept, you know, get you formed, get you funded, and then get you operational. And, uh, you know, that's so essentially what dreams to life. Yeah. 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 But, uh... <laughs> yeah I mean, cause yeah. It, yeah. it it always starts with an idea. It always starts with somewhere up here, you know, mm -hmm. or in here as a passion. Yeah. But to have somebody that that comes to you that already has their platform established to say that, well, my platform is here to make yours come true. Yes, exactly. So it, it's it's almost like a a fairy tale, you know, sort of speak, in a in a in the business realm, mm. professional realm. Um, that's, that's how I see it. That's how I, you know, how you described it. That's, that's yeah. the delivery that I, that I got from it. And that's a really big thing. And actually I feel like that is more, um, uh, connecting, uh, more, how can I put it in a better word, uh, relevant to what, how today is, especially now of uh, social media and the internet, you know, people mm -hmm. can create, I can make myself look like an incredible Hulk. <laughs> you know, from my phone nowadays. Yeah. So, yeah. To, so to have uh, that sort of um, platform and idea on a scale where I can get my 503-1C uh, and create uh, helping animals or create helping uh, people who are from different countries and foreigners to help them get established in, you know, America, wherever they may go. That is huge. You know, you don't really hear companies stating putting it the way that you do mm -hmm. uh it's more of a well i'm i can do this and this and this for you but i need this and this this money you feel they always yeah. put that right yeah. after they you know yep. they tell you they can help you but that, mm -hmm. that's not what i get from 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 a historian when you explain it when you talk about it it sounds so you sound so passionate passionate about it that it makes me want to just sit down just to hear all right, what all do you do? Even though I yeah. know what I need, but what all do you offer to, to the people? What all can you, you know, subsequently uh, help me with? Yeah. Do you get that a lot with clients? Yes, um, because I, I think it's the, blah, what are you saying, Andrea? Um, yes, I the, the, the thing about what it is that I do that I think um, is different than the response that you described is that, 
you know, my focus, I, I work with all organizations, um, but I, I think it's important to um, amplify opportunity and also to coach minority led organizations because the challenges are just, they're just different. And yeah. so, you know, for me, um, because I'm, I come from a social work background, I don't look at, you know, the person that I'm working with or the organization that I'm working with, you know, solely focusing on their output or what they're trying to create. I look at it holistically. So, you know, I know that you have this vision, you're dedicated to what you want to do, you're really excited about it. And that's great. But are you ready for this? You know, Mm. are you prepared for, you know, the the spaces that you want to tap into? You know, what is your awareness of, you know, fundraising? Have you ever created, you know, your own LLC or have you ever applied for a 501c3? Do you know what a grant is? Do you know what an operational budget is? And if not, you know, helping to kind of walk alongside them to do that. So it's a combination of, you know, consulting and educating, but it's also coaching in a lot of ways as well, because especially for, you know, um, black and brown professionals, we do not, we often do not have the same exposure to technical information on the back end when it comes to, you know, operational things. So, you know, I can, you know, case manage in my sleep or, you know, as a social (laughs) worker, I can identify, you know, um, needs and fans and cans and do all that jazz. But, you know, um, having a conversation about, you know, managing and creating an operational budget, that may be a challenge. And that's okay. It's not impossible, but being able to you know, have those conversations, but the way that I, I I try to take it a step further, because for me, there's a certain level of awareness that I need to walk with, or um, I need to operate in when I work with these organizations that are minority led, because I am acutely aware of perception. So okay. ultimately with whatever it is that we want to create and put it into the market, you have to understand that you are competing against all of these other organizations or all these other businesses that are trying to be successful in the exact same way. Um, There's nothing wrong with competition, right? I mean, I I think it's healthy and also it's important for accountability within the market, but understanding how you will be perceived as you walk into that room and before you walk into that room is important. So, you know, let's, let's prepare you Mm-hmm. Let's prepare your your website. Let's prepare prepare your branding, your elevator pitch, your materials, so that you know I set you up for success. Um, because our ability to fundraise and to be successful, um, is a little more of a challenge for us institutionally. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So for me, it's I, I recognize that there are meetings where we we schedule to talk about grant writing or we scheduled to talk about you know um funding development but we actually expand that into a conversation around branding or operational strategy or you know just creating systems that will make your work efficient so that you know we can make sure that you're successful so um I think the other part of it too is I think it's important especially as black professionals for us to um, make sure that our time is valuable, but at the same time, I don't gatekeep. So mm. I would 
I'm open to having discussions around strategy or just brainstorming solutions that may work for you, um, whether we're contracted or not, because again, I want to see you successful, whether you work with me or wow. you decide to venture out on this on your own. You know, I want right. to see whatever this idea is that you're on fire about actually come into existence. And so I think that that um, that's, that's, that's a different than what I offer. So that's yeah, that you, <laughs> you are on a whole different pedestal where you, how you just put that. Cause what we see nowadays or what I see, I, I speak for myself. What I see is it's, it's a lot of crab in a barrel mindset. You know, mm -hmm. everywhere you go, you always going to have that type of uh, thing going on in your environment or wherever you are. But it's, it's almost, it's almost like it took over. You know, because everybody, like you said, everybody wants to be at the top. Competition is great. Mm -hmm. However, it's enough out there that we can actually help each other build and still be competitive with each yes. other. Yeah. And it, it's you don't hear you don't hear that too often. Not, actually, I don't even hear it at all nowadays, no. not even from my <laughs> mentors, you know, the people yeah. that have done it previous longer than than we have. And so when, when I hear that from a young black professional, especially like yourself, it's like, wow, you know, she's a, ahead of her time. You know, you, you need to be in a different uh, position than where you are, a big, broader position. And just to say that, to, to put it like, um, to help teach others to be more open-minded because there is too many gatekeepers in the business realm, not mm -hmm. just from, uh, from professionals but locally you know we, we need our people to help support our business to become successful right like we have uh locals and a group of individuals who will put negative things in the air or or try to throw you off the of off your of the trail that you have put yourself on just so another individual that they like more or they you know they're into a little bit deeper to have that uh that ledge that that push which is you know you do what you you do what you do but you know i believe in karma so everything that that happens always comes back and bites you but so i i kind of leave that alone with, with with god and nature on that one yeah but for for yeah. you it's almost as if that became a part of your business outline your brand mm -hmm. yeah, um and it's it's unheard it's not unheard of, but it's to me it's rare to hear that a part of a, a business nowadays because of what all we endure. And so yeah. my question is, how are you taking these lessons that you have learned between networking with other businesses and organizations and applying that to what your what your platform is now to make it even you know better? Oh, that's a good question. Um, for myself, I think um, the way that I've taken that and decided to run with it is to use that mindset and that perspective to drive innovation in areas where it isn't already being applied. And so, um, for example, for myself, you know, my my client roster in terms of the organizations that I work with are spread out um, across the U.S. They're not just in one central location. And so the thing that I love about 
the work that I do both in person and also remotely is that I can look at the work that I'm that I'm doing with one organization, but also look at the layout for that local geographic area and mm. say, okay, th these are the things that I'm noticing that are similar, you know, with other, you know, uh, geographic areas of other clients. What are some really good programs, systems, initiatives that are happening that are really fruitful? Um, right, that we can right. replicate or that, you know, we can take and potentially, you know, plant in other places. And so that's actually what has led me into my um, most recent project um, that I'm bringing um, hopefully to West Michigan soon. And so it's really about understanding, um, you know, because that's the nice thing about working with the orgs that I do, you know, across state lines. Right. For me, recognizing that the challenges that we're facing or the solutions that we're driving and the populations that we're serving are very similar. People are people, ultimately. Um, yeah. Zip codes are different, right? Right, um, right, right? And there might be nuances in the specific needs that you're trying to address. But, you know, it's it's really exciting when you can, you know, take a concept and be able to say, we have a case study for how this was applied, how it was successful, and the fruit that we were able to cultivate here. Let's see how this could potentially be applied to, in our own backyard. And then, you know, yeah. learn as you create those solutions. And so for me, I think that's that's been another challenge that it sounds I, like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, the cool thing about this, um, going back to, you know, what I said earlier about um, strengths, you know, invoking uh, tension and right. other. Of course. For yeah. me, you know, the the ability to identify solutions has always, or just trying to identify solutions has always been a strong suit for me. And so in places where they're just like, oh, that's not going to work or well, <laughs> we have to figure it out. For me, it's like, but, but why? Why do we have to accept this? Why is it that we can't look for something creative or something bringing in fresh wind to address something that, you know, we're not happy about or that we would like to change. So for me, I don't like to accept those answers. I'm going to look to try to find something that we can apply here that will, you know, um, make things um, better for the group that I'm working with. And so that is exciting because, you know, you're able to, you know, just be creative in a way that will benefit the population that you're trying to serve. So and that's, I never really thought about that either. Like a case case uh, study on this particular geographic area with this particular organization with this particularly, specifically what they do, excuse me, tongue tied right with that, uh, specifically what they do into a case study to fall back on to say, this is what I did previously. That, I don't hear that at all. Actually, only only time I hear something like that is like judicial. You know, yeah. people go to the court or you know anything that deals with some type of law. But to hear it on a, on a consultant type of level, you it's almost like you took like you just put like different parts of what whoever you work with organizations and businesses, and like created your own way of filing and keeping up records, so to so to speak, with. Um, not only the businesses, but geographically mm -hmm. to help produce a better business, a better environment as well for the local. So you're not just benefiting the business, but you're also benefiting the people. That's 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 a two in one right there. 
that's 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 dope (laughs) that's incredible because it makes you think because a lot of times we we are creatures of habit you know Mm. we like what we like when we like it so it is uncomfortable for us especially for people who are in the business uh, spectrum who are in control you know they they used to telling people hey i want this done this done this done Mm -hmm. make it happen Mm-hmm. So when you come along and tell them that, hey, this is not going to work, it has not worked for you since you began. So instead of you constantly doing the same thing and hoping for different results, a.k.a. insanity, uh, you <laughs> sit down with me and, and let's work this out. Yeah. And you and yeah. you present it in a way where it's not you're not serving it, you know, with a base like a fastball, like, boom, this mm-hmm. is what you need. You're actually sit down and hand and like giving it to them as a as a dinner or as a as a recipe like just read this over and then yeah. come and talk to me yeah. I, I like your approach because a lot of times um you meet individuals who do what you do and uh they are so adamant on uh doing it things trying to force that individual to see it their way instead of mm-hmm. molding them and coping with them to you know, guide them to this better step because like like any other person, everybody learns different. Right. You know? So you you got a, a what twenty to thirty people that you're trying to consult with, you know, it it, it becomes a headache. I feel like would it what is that sometimes what you like have to walk out and like, ah, oh, okay. I gotta revamp this because the they're they're not catching it at this 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 way. So do yeah. you constantly have to you know, switch up your strategy? I think in order, in examining my own journey um, related to my business and also recognizing the type of work that I do, I think self-awareness is key, number one, and your ability to do your work well. But um, taking that a step further, your ability to to take ego and put that aside in order to meet the needs of your business is going to be important. So for me, I, I think, (laughs) well, for me, it's, I am in the context of being creative or trying to find creative solutions for the clients that I work with. I, um, I try to take advantage of that as much as possible because there's so many different ways that a solution can manifest for an organization. Right. Right. So like what works, you know, for one or, you know, based in West Michigan, as opposed to an organization based out of Atlanta, you know, it may or may not be the same. It may not be different depending on the the geographic location. Right. So for me, as long as we are able to meet the end goal, what does that look like? And, you know, coming up with several different scenarios of how you can apply a program or how you can apply you know, a solution within that organization or, you know, applying funding, you know, once you receive those grant awards, um, that is what gets me excited because, you know, you can replicate what this other organization did, or you can put your own spin on it and, you know, take it and run with it. And so I think you, you miss a lot of opportunity if you are stuck in, well, you need to take what I'm doing as gospel and there are no other solutions that will be beneficial for you. It, you limit your yourself and also your audience because, mm. you know, everybody works differently. Right, so right. I think um, for me, um, being able to take multiple steps back to assess 
the needs of an organization is important, but also separating, you know, what I believe is the best course of action as opposed to what is going to work for them in order to keep the momentum going um, so that they can, you know, continue to operate. That is really what my focus is. And I think that's why um, I'm able to work with people in the way that I do. Um, because I don't think that there's any one right answer. It's whatever is going to be the right answer for your team. Right. Um, if That's, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And do you do all this yourself? Because <laughs> this is, ooh, I have to, you, you, it's like three of you. You must have cloned yourself. No. That, <laughs> no, dude. I mean, I, I live off of uh, Starbucks um, the majority <laughs> of the time, you know, for sanity purposes. But I also have <laughs> uh, my business partner, um, Miss Natasha Berryman. She, tech, she does a lot of the, um, the back-end work. Um, okay. okay. So I'm, you know, so I do a lot of the introductory meetings and, you know, things like that, but it's a team effort. <laughs> of course. Okay. I'm about to say, cause if you do all, <laughs> God, I would have had, my beard would be gray. I had gray hair by now. Yeah. You know, it, mm -hmm. it, cause it's so, it's so many, um, uh, uh, alleyways that you can, go with each person each organization yeah. you know it's so many different things so it's like you're trying to juggle your your sanity and juggle business and per and then juggle personal time yes. and I, <laughs> it, it's just it's just over overwhelming at times you know I, yeah. i'd be wanting to just throw the laptop and just go outside and pop over <laughs> a bottle of wine and just drink it off the bottle which you can do as long as you get back to it then <laughs> right right i yeah. mean yeah of course y'all get back to work you know like that but it uh, where where does it seems like this is a passion so mm -hmm. so this passion of yours has took has taken you on a journey of of wonders you know and and i say that you know just not to sound like i'm reading a book or something but it's it is a it's it's a really strong you have to have a real strong mentality to accept to hear the problems of others and organizations and then sit down and think about strategic ways to be for them to be successful to also to help you be successful. Mm -hmm. So it, it's almost like you're trying to look left and right at the same time. And um, with your partner, thank you, thank God for, because I understand you got to have two, man. That's why I love my brother and what he does, but you know, for, yeah. we, we complete each other. Mm -hmm. But on that, on that note is what, what is it that you enjoy the most out of all of the work that you do um seeing the end goal or the end result from um the work that we do and also to be completely transparent seeing um increased rep representation of black led and brown led um organizations um give you a hand for that one you know, I, I mean, well, so yeah. let me back up. So um, during the pandemic, um, one of the many, you know, strange things that happened that, you know, resulted in good fruit for me was I was, I was recruited to my first board um, as an executive board member. And so mm. the organization was called um, Zora's Cradle. And um, I actually 
uh, was connected to uh, Shamika Whiteside. She is the founder and executive director from LinkedIn. And so we had a conversation about her organization and she has an amazing story um, that started off in tragedy that she was able to, you know, transform into just some really amazing work that she's doing in Louisville. And so for me, you know, I, I was excited to be a part of a team, you know, in being able to say that, you know, not only at one point in this community were there very significant issues related to Black maternal health that were not being addressed, but now as a result of my work with this team, we now have, you know, an emergency shelter and, you know, um, mental health operations for Black and Brown women who have babies or are pregnant in Louisville. Like that- Wow. You know, spoke volumes to me. And that was actually part of the reason why I formed uh, Historia because I said, you know, this is what gets me excited. Like the ability to sit down with the group and say, oh my goodness, we have this amazing mission or focus or project and we need right. somebody that understands the challenges that come with raising funds for our, these types of organizations right. and is willing to help us, you know, as we navigate all these challenges. And so- I think like once, you know, Zora's Cradle got their 501c3 and they got their first grant award, you know, um, <laughs> Sasha and I were, you know, celebrating, you know, of together. Course, man, that's you know big. what I mean? Like, exactly. And and that's my point. It's like, I think that, you know, there, there are other organizations that take that lightly, I think, you know, because the struggle might not be the same, but for us, right. ooh, we, I mean, it's took. <laughs> Yeah, it's a battle. It's an uphill yeah, battle exactly. with weights on. That, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, once you get that first win and, yeah. you know, it just, it propels you forward and you're even more motivated to just keep going. And so, yeah. And so, yeah, so those big wins, whether it's a grant award or it's the launch of a new program or, you know, ribbon cuttings or things like that. Yeah, the man, things that I get awesome. excited about. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Shout out to... To, oh my god the 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 founder of linkedin oh man we got to have her on the show too that that's big yeah, to, to clarify no we she is uh shamika whiteside is the founder and executive director of zora's cradle oh, we zora's found each cradle. other yeah okay. we found each other through linkedin but okay okay, okay. excuse me excuse me <laughs> zora's cradle which is still a big organization now man it's it's yeah. that's incredible and yeah. that do it that one story shows the passion that you have to to create all of that man that that's a headache for me i ain't gonna stud i'll be in there <laughs> crying all that paperwork and talking and whatnot but yeah. you you make it seem easy and I, I thank you for your passion to create something like that because we don't hear that often you know especially in the black community you know mental health is there's no book for us to say well this is what we endured in the past so this is where we say x y and z now no everything is fresh everything is brand new so any any person person like yourself or a psychologist or where, wherever you may be or whatever you may do that is focused on the mental health of the black community i applaud you thank you you know that's something that we we desperately need mm -hmm. um uh and i feel like doing that will help open more doors for bigger businesses, better businesses, better networking systems, 
because uh, we're able to now to communicate on a professional level, I'm not saying that we don't already, but it would be an easier transition, I feel like, to to that type of realm, you know, that 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 type of talk. But um I, I just recently want to ask, uh, because you just uh went to a Sisters and Transformation Women Empowerment Conference. I was like, God, that's a long name. <laughs> like woo. like I had to put that like in abbreviations in my notes but I'm like all right what was how what was that all of well can you describe what that entailed and why did you go I I'm so sorry I actually need to my my calendar is bananas so I actually need to uh to reference the the conference that you're talking about because um I feel like my I've gone to a lot of events throughout the year. And so I just need to clarify. Um, just give me a second. Oh, no, okay. So if we're talking about the same event, this would have been one that was held in Muskegon um, with um, Wink. And that was the women's veterans group um, that's active in Muskegon County. And so that's that a, event. That's a big organization, isn't it? Based in Maryland. Yeah, and they have a chapter here in in Muskegon, and so the the focus was highlighting women that have been um, active in the community and pushing forward, um, you know, programs related to uh, women empowerment, but but with a specific focus on the needs of women um, with veteran backgrounds um, or that are connected to a military network. And so wow. um, I participated in that event um, in partnership with Henrietta Hadley because she uh, works with uh, Wink directly. Um, and so, uh, but it was all hands on deck for me, you know, pulling up sleeves and, you know, putting <laughs> together and, you know, laying out, um, you know, uh, play settings and things like that. And so um, I served in a volunteer capacity for that event. And, oh, wow. um, okay. and so it was actually a lot of fun to, you know, just to to meet with women that were active in the community and learning about what it is that they do and also the specific needs of, you know, women veterans in Muskegon County. And so it was it was a cool event. It was really, really cool, actually. Um, wow. I, I, you know, I've told you, you know, um, off the record that I am an introverted extrovert. So I will get out in front of the masses when I have to, but I, I will never volunteer to do it that unless I absolutely need to do it. And so, um, but in that capacity, it was, it was different because it, they were just honoring women that had been active and instrumental in, you know, the community. And so it was, it was cool to be able to amplify those right. women. So, and that's awesome because it, I didn't. I, I did not know that you knew Miss Hadley. Mm -hmm. I worked with her um, uh, a last few times. I helped uh, film her um, her open up uh, when she first started her consultation business, Infinite Solutions. Yes. On her opening day, <laughs> she's a great person, man. I love Miss yeah. Henrietta. Shout out to Miss Henrietta. Yeah. And also Miss Tracy Walls. I know the president of Wink. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, it's, it's incredible how everything goes full circle. Uh, and thank you for actually for volunteering because that's that's big. Man. Our military, women military veterans are are non here, non hearsay. You know, you don't hear about them, you know? no. but you 
but you see them in, in, in on TV, but you hear read about them in books of what this woman done, what this general done, the staff sergeant, or whatever uh, branch they may be in. And it's almost like they've been erased from from the history books. Uh, we don't really talk about supporting our women veterans. So I, I, I thank you for that. I have, I have family that are military, especially the women in my family. So I, I thank you for actually hands, all hands on deck, like you said, helping <laughs> out. Uh, what did you uh, gain from that? Um, in that particular event, it was, um, it was, I'm sorry, I'm trying to figure out the best way to, to phrase this. It was um, establishing community for myself um, mm -hmm. because for me, I'm not from Muskegon, but I've lived in Muskegon for a very long time. Right. Um, but also um, being able to understand or gain new awareness about, you know, the needs of this, you know, particular group of women, but also just the empowerment that is active within that community. Like, you know, they, they, they rally around each other in, in ways that I haven't seen in a lot of groups um, that I've worked with in a very long time. And so that was really encouraging, you know, to just, to just be in the room, just to see, you know, them uplift each other and to say, this is what we've done in the community. And this is what we're excited about. And, you know, we want to honor these women that have been active in this work. And so, you wow. know, it, it gave me goosebumps being in the room, but I, I was bet. like, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Bet. Oh. <laughs> um.